See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, 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 you're listening to Frame Talk. That's not frame true at talk. all. Yeah, so we just had a riveting conversation about the high price of framing movie posters because uh, as movie fans, uh, we both have quite a collection sitting around and they're just sitting there in rolls because... I don't have millions of dollars to put my many, many kung fu movie posters. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, who the heck are we? My name is Mao, and you're listening to Slow Robot A Go Go, big show number 59. 59. And with me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Just, so, I just came back from Parts Unknown. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us, uh, give us a quick synopsis. Parts of, Unknown just keeps getting more packed and, and, and crazy and nutty yeah. and... It was uh, it was it was kind of like I remembered it, but it's yeah. a little bit different. I didn't go into the heart of parts unknown. I oh, stayed yeah. on the outskirts. How long how long have you been away? Oh man, it's been seven years now. Seven years. Yeah. And uh, your old stomping grounds was filled with movies and glorious. All gone, man. Oh yeah. All the bookstores, all the movie poster places, all that stuff is all gone. Now they have. Few comic shops, uh, you know, mostly Best yeah. Buys and. But the guy, the people you were hanging out with were our movie oh, yeah, aficionados like oh, us. Yeah. Oh yeah, just like us. <laughs> Worse maybe. <laughs> nice. We have to invite them up here and let them hang out. We can. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to get dude to come up here, but he's like always. Uh, he works on the weekends, so he's uh, kind of always busy. We'll have to figure day. something out, and then we, we can day. have a we can have him on the show. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. to get like a uh, you know a uh, Skype thing going on or yeah, something. Yeah, we can do it. Now we I I did see. Um, in one of the links that sent people to our site, we have we're we're gaining more and more listenership. Uh, one of them was to a B movie site. Was that yours? Uh, was it called Destination Nightmare? Yes. Yeah, that Th- that's my. yours. Oh, yeah, okay. that's you, my. Should, you gotta put that stuff out here on 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 air. You yeah. know? Oh, that's right. I do have a blog called Destination Nightmare where we do have your uh, you know, your uh, our our I should say, little uh, you know. Picture there where you can click on there and go Links, straight to. Yeah, uh, I, I link, was. Yeah. I looked at it and I was like, "Well, this has got to be Dr. Morbius's side project." Yeah, but it's he my secret a... side project that's not secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so where do they go to see this? It's uh, it's a cre c r a c r e a t f e a t forever dot blogspot dot com. Or you can just Google uh, destination nightmare blogspot and it'll take you to my mm, my nice. blog show where I do movies mm. but I just writing about yeah. movies and comics and how long have you been doing that oh about a month but I already got like 30 posts yeah I know there. you're kind of OCDing on it you know, OCD like, baby <laughs> yeah until I get sick and then you won't see anything <laughs> yeah, there's, like, pl- there's plenty of old comics to, to post I, I just wrote a review yesterday I never I don't ever write but I just wrote one yesterday and I'll post it on this week for a movie call House of Seven Corpses nice alright um, cool so check that out. So we actually got linked from there. Yeah, a couple, uh, some, yeah, so somebody that was looking at that came went to, to awesome. Because I can always look at the search engines and awesome. stuff like well, that. Well, thank you, know. you, person who was on there. Yeah, why not? And uh, so yay for all that. Yeah. So what else do you have online? 
Uh, well, we have a two-dimension comic book podcast, the comic book podcast with no direction. Where we're uh, pretty soon we're coming up to a big 50th show. Wow! Extravaganza. You guys are gonna lap us. I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. I was gonna say, we're trying to keep up, but wow, we're only yeah. at uh, we're at, we're at we're at 50 there. Yeah, that's great. And um and uh, as you can tell, I don't really even read anything off anymore. I had a blog that I was doing for a long time, but that was more of the. You're my not doing kimchi anymore. Um. Uh, Nah, I don't know. It, the Kimchi Agogo project was uh, more about my time abroad in Korea. And um, I tried to put one or two things on when I got back. And I was like, eh, I don't care. Mm, you know, okay. I just stopped doing it. So anyway, yay for all that. But hey, what the heck is Slow Robot Agogo? That is a movie uh, podcast that we review lots of B-movies. You can check us out on Facebook. Uh, just search Slow Robot Agogo or click the link on our webpage. And our webpage is, of course, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. We are also on the ever-growing, ever-popular Slice Radio. That is, uh, again, you can get the link off of our webpage, but that is sliceradio.com.au. When you're sick and tired of all the horrible um, radio in your area, click on that and they'll hook you up. You can also check us out on Stitcher, the yes. ever-popular Android Stitcher. We are on there. Hopefully featured prominently, but I don't think we are. <laughs> well, we, we, there's many people on there. Yeah, but, but pretty soon we'll do something so outrageous they'll have to feature us yes. prominently. And then soon, to be, very soon, to be on a upcoming video project. And we will... At a neighborhood near you. We will tease that... For one week on. Early and often. Okay, anyway. Mm-hmm. Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. What have you watched this week? Uh, lots of things. Usually I come in uh, with nothing, but I got a lot this yeah, week. Yeah, well, but I'm gonna have to go real fast though. Okay. So, well, uh, well, basically, you know, I just watched House of Seven Corpses. It was on TCM the other night on TCM Underground, mm. at 2 a.m. on uh, you know, every every what well, Friday, Saturday morning, 2 a.m. Pretty good show. They got new uh, new episodes. Last week they had one called The Baby, which I remember seeing once, but my friend says you have to make me a copy because it's the most effed up movie. I've ever seen, so, um, nice. yeah, that says a lot. Cool. <laughs> so, anyway, when I was down at Parts Unknown, me and the dude watched a lot of stuff. We watched the Jade Claws we were talking about, uh-huh, Kung Fu, yeah. with Billy Chong. We watched the one that I want to do for the show called Operation Las Vegas, which is uh, <laughs> amongst one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but, and, but entertaining, though, but entertaining in its own Kung Fu movies way. are, generally speaking, it's really rare when they're boring. Well, Operation isn't a Kung Fu, it's an action. Oh, okay. But Jade Claw was a Kung Fu, and that was a strange movie. Yeah, I have that one. Yeah. Uh, watched House of Dark Shadows, the Dark Shadow movie from 1970. Pretty pretty cool. Basically tries to recap the entire Barnabas storyline in 90 minutes, so it goes real fast. But actually a well-done movie. Dude got it on Blu-ray, so it was, cool. it's all cool. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was the other thing that we watched? Uh, I can't remember right now, but uh, it'll come to You're me. You're going to have to start keeping a list yeah, like I, I do. Yeah, I'm going to have to start keeping a list because I've been writing about stuff and blogging stuff and yeah. watching our movies and doing all sorts of stuff. It becomes like a blur after a while. You know? hey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Screaming Marianne. Yeah, which, was, which wasn't a bad movie. It was done by a British director called Pete Walker, who was kind of famous for doing gory things. But this was an early thing he did. It was more suspenseful, but it's got uh, Susan George from uh, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, so it's <laughs> all good. Yeah, really. That's awesome. So, yeah, watch those. Yes. I, I keep a more tidy list where I write everything down because otherwise my brain would forget it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love having so many movies to watch, but, you know. Okay, so on my list for this week, I have Maximum Conviction. 
Uh, I don't even remember what the hell it was. Uh, <laughs> it was some kind of random, meaningless action figure, action movie. Or an action figure. Yes, or action figure, probably. Okay, I had one co- one called Meeting Evil, uh, where Samuel Jackson plays oh, okay. almost like the devil. It's Samuel Jackson and Luke Wilson. Um, it was good, but conf- not confusing. It was just very um, kind of one of those movies you were like, "What's the point?" and can we get to it? Yeah, you know? it gets but over with. yeah, but. You know, and then I watched one called Primer, and then I watched the Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Oh God! Yeah, that one hurt. And I, there was one that I was there's one that I was like looking forward to, uh, called Priest. Yeah. And I watched that, and I was like, eh, it was not bad, but not good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you watch, and you're like, well, that was an hour and a was half. Was it based on a comic book? I don't know. Okay. I don't think it was, but I th- it's based on something, but I don't know. I I yeah. don't know what it was. All right. Then I watched about a lot. Then last night I watched um, Universal Soldiers: Day of Reckoning. Is that the new one? Yeah. Oh, I saw that at Best Buy. Oh my god. <laughs> the dude almost bought it, but I talked him out. Of it. I'm dude, glad you it's did. Twenty five bucks. Oh my god. I'm glad you talked him out of it. That was uh, <laughs> like the very first Universal Soldiers was great. I mean, honestly, honest to goodness, I mean, for an action movie, and at the time, it was just a very solid, cool movie, decent, uh, decent concept, Jean-Claude was acting his ass off, Dolph was being Dolph, you know, it was just great, and they've since, like, kind of hoarded out, like, each iteration is kind of, like, worse and worse and worse, and some of them are, have okay moments in them, and that's what it is, like, you know, these are, I don't know, but it was watchable. Jean-Claude was in it. Yeah. How old and does he, he look? He he looked very evil. Oh. Um, he had a shaved head in this movie, oh. which I've never seen before. And he, um, you know, he, he he's looking old, but he's still very, he's still very um, agile. He's still fighting. Okay. His fighting scenes are great. Um, I'm kind of like a Jean-Claude Van Damme fan, believe it or not. Right. I mean, he's made a lot of cheese, but he's just... I don't know. I kind of like respect him to some degree for not as a person, but at, for his action movies, you know. Right. Um, and he did he did serviceable. It wasn't horrible, but it was just one of those things where you're like, you could tell it was straight to video. You could tell it was, <laughs> you know, I, I t- tell dude to get it from uh, Netflix. Net- Netflix. Yeah, just get that. I rewatched Iron Sky. <laughs> I like that movie so oh. much. The Nazis <laughs> on the Moon. Oh, I like that movie so much. After I watched it on the net on the streaming. I immediately bought the Blu-ray. My God. The Blu-ray got mailed to me. Um, I bought the Blu-ray uh, of Iron Sky and then also the Wu-Tang Iron Fist collection from Best Buy online. Okay. Oh, online you bought? Yeah, it. online. Okay. And then they arrived. And I like that movie so much, I rewatched the Blu-ray. It is so funny. I laughed so much at that movie. It is such a great, funny movie. I, 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 I implore everyone to go out and see that movie because okay. it is just... Nazis on the moon and just the wackiness. It, it, ah, it's crazy. Okay. And then I watched one called Assault Girls, where it was it's a Japanese movie about three girls that uh, go into a game to in the future gaming is where people settle scores or something. It was terrible. It was boring and plodding, and I couldn't take it. And then the finally the last thing, which I'll talk about a little bit because you brought it up as well. Um, I got. Wu-Tang Iron Fist Collection. Oh, now, yeah. This was a Blu-ray that was released in November of 2012. Um, 
And of course, Wu Tang Clan has since moved. I think they still do music, but I know they've they've since parlayed into a lot of the kung fu culture. Um, it was always part of their music. They are very. They're making a run at really kind of making it. That's their deal. Um, you know, RZA directed and starred in uh, Iron Fist, which I saw in the movie theaters and I liked it. Um, well, it wasn't great, but it was good. You know, this one. It's kind of I want to I don't want to say cash grab. You're paying 12.99 for 25 kung fu movies. And it's on a Blu-ray. So but the first thing you have to realize is don't confuse it being Blu-ray with it being a true Blu-ray. This is 25 pan and scan movies, you know. Um it's exactly what you're used to seeing. If if you're a kung fu nut like me, it's exactly what you're used to seeing. Just it's just on Blu-ray because Blu-ray holds 25 movies in one yeah. disc. It's not that it has any kind of a treatment. There's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's almost like having 25 AVIs just compressed onto a Blu-ray. It disc is. Or something. It is. These are these might have been pulled off YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, well, let me ask you a question. Because we noticed something, and I'm not sure if it's on yours. When they're, they're, they say 25 movies, but when we saw only like 10. Different, um, uh, what you call it, little window, uh, uh, you know, the little windows yeah. for the movies or whatever. Are there like three movies inside every every menu or something? No, no, like no. That? What happens is you go to the bottom of the screen and then there's an arrow and you flip to the next page. So there's like ten, ten, then five. Oh, because dude kept flipping it. And we only found ten. He must have not hit the right. Spot yeah, I must. Have, I, yeah. So I, I mean, I didn't double check that there's 25 okay no no i believe you i would believe wu-tang wouldn't mislead me well no it happened the same with the there was a 25 uh django westerns and it happened the same thing we kept going it was it only seemed like it went to two different pages and then there was no other page we always saw was 10 menus is the word that i'm trying to say and then we thought, well, maybe there's three movies inside each menu, but no. I don't know. There's no. other. There's another page. Page yeah. you can hit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he might have been. There's a single arrow, then there's a triple arrow. The he triple might arrow. have triple yeah, arrowed yeah. over, yeah. so there was only 15. He missed the middle one. I gotcha. The um, now, my love and my knowledge of kung fu and kung fu movies it, it runs pretty deep. Um, I think I got into it when I was a kid, watching all the, you know, the 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 crazy stuff that we remember, you know. Master of the Flying Guillotine was one of my favorite movies yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. and uh, and then all the all the ones that you know, you know, and then of course Jackie Chan and his many great contributions to the whole genre. And then when I got older, of course, I became a black belt, and um, and I do I always practice a lot with the different weapons, you know. Uh, and so what a lot of times when I'm watching these kung fu movies, I'll like watch a kata or watch something that they're doing with the bow staff or with the chain whip, and I actually go practice it a little bit. Um, so it's kind of neat in that it has some practicality to me. You know, I always try to learn new weapons and try and try and like, you know, some of them are of course just goofy gimmicky things, but some of the chain whip stuff and a lot of the bow staff work that they do out of the kung fu movies is awesome. And of course the the samurai uh, slasher movies, uh, that's my weapon of choice is the samurai sword. So I always I always watch those very intently. So it's kind of neat, you know. It's a nice crossover in re- into real life when you're practicing with the with the weapons. You know, you can get a lot of stuff out of it out of, when you watch it in that level. Mm, okay. Some of the kung fu movie movies, I I find there's always nuggets of truth about life too. Not not like the Confucius crap. I mean, like like the one I'm watching now was it was it was dealing with um, guy, guys coming in and promising the world to these farmers, 
and as they were in fact selling them for slaves. Yeah. Now that's true life back. You know, like yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, yeah. some of this stuff is actually like with the brothels and with that kind of stuff. That's true life that we don't really get to see in about China. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part. So there is sometimes there is little things like that, and you watch and you're like, you know, that kind of reflects life. So now, the majority of movies were made in Hong Kong, right? Not yeah. in mainland China. Yeah, okay. right. So uh, you know, but and they're very the, the plots can be summed up on a napkin, you know. Yeah. One school fights another school. <laughs> no, the, or well, there's there's about four or five plots that that just kind of keep recycling over and over and over again, you know. So all right, well that's enough of that. Do you have any? Do you remember anything else that you watched? No, that was it. All right, that so that was our that was our uh, movies we watched. We're kind of breaking the format a little bit because we're noticing we're running out of time. Uh, we stay under an hour so we can get uh, so our affiliates. Uh, like Slice Radio, we have a nice, nice, neat little one-hour show. We used to run way longer because we would just ramble on until we got sick of it. So what we're going to do, and I'm only explaining this the first time, and then we're just going to move on, is instead of dropping in two commercial breaks, we're going to just do our top ten. ten. We're going to roll roll right into our top ten. Then we'll do one trailer. Then we'll go back. Then we'll do our featured movie for the day. All right. So, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. What 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 is our top ten list this week? Well, our top ten list is scenes. Top ten scenes movie from movie scenes. movie scenes. Yes, I put a lot of thought into this. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I just stayed mainly with horror movies. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I didn't. I just, I just, I just I, I, basically, I just came up with them this morning. <laughs> driving as I was driving, driving to work. Driving as I was coming here. No, I, I wrote them down on a piece of like little 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 fishy notepad, you know, with a little with a little magenta fishes on it anyway nice. yes. anyway I stuck basically to horror movie my uh, my genre it's your wheelhouse as it were my my wheelhouse yeah so <laughs> or your millhouse as it my were millhouse <laughs> yeah millhouse Nixon Richard and millhouse Nixon anyway um okay here's here's some of my favorite scenes these are a few of my favorite scenes as Mary Poppins would say <laughs> uh okay do you ever see the movie zombie no oh good scene Chicks in the hiding in the uh, in the in the closet in the door, and she's like, you know, she's hiding so she don't want to get the zombie. Somehow, no, the zombie grabs a um, a, a, a piece of splintered wood, and she uh-huh. doesn't know it's coming, but he gets her right in the eyeball. Oh, slowly, <laughs> slowly. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Injury to eye. Yeah, that one got me. That one got me real good at the theater. You know, I was like, oh, okay, like, that's gotta hurt. Oh, here's another one that gets you in a different spot. And deliverance, the the wonderful squeal like a pig scene or whatever. Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a special one. Okay, in the movie Black Sabbath, there's a there's a it's a it's three movies, and the first one, it's about this uh, woman who has to like uh, you know this old lady dies, she has to fix her up for the funeral, but she decides to uh, steal her her ring that she's got on, and uh, this is one scene where the old lady who's basically like a death mask in the uh-huh comes up, you know, out of the out of nowhere, she's flying through the air, uh scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Uh Mario Bava, greatness. Nice. Uh Texas Chainsaw, the the uh, dinner scene when grandpa comes to life, yeah. Okay. Uh okay. Uh, did, did you see the remake of that? No, no. No. I saw the I saw part 2 and that was it for me. Oh, you know? okay. Remake was good, bad. I don't know, I have it. I bought it at a yard sale, like the metal box version, oh, like the geez. top end one. I never watched it. I I paid like a buck for it or something like that, and it just I was like, well, I'm mm. you know I'm not gonna turn this up for a dollar, and then I just sat there. So I was like, if you want to watch it, you can feel free to borrow it and just watch, nah, rip it or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like like nah, I can't really afford that hour and forty minutes. 
Okay, here's an oldie goldie from the silent era that freaked me out when I was a kid. When the Phantom of the Opera gets unmasked, the Lon Chaney one, oh. that was always like, a, whoa, you know, that freaky scene. Lon Chaney Sr. always freaked me out. Nice. Um, well, this one's probably on your list, too, but the chest buster and aliens. No. That one, oh, that it, one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that but one. I, I, see, there was so many movies. I know. There's so many scenes I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, like like, say hello to my little friend or whatever. Oh my God, there's so many good movie scenes. Okay, let's see. Well, from you know, from The Shining, I think we all know. Well, no, there's plenty of good ones from The Shining, but I'm gonna stick with Here's Johnny. You know, that's always a tried and true classic. Here's one. You should have done that with it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Here's one from an even even more recent movie that got to me, in Poltergeist. The scene where the dude goes in the mirror and is then he's like, yeah. oh, he starts tearing. His yeah, dude, that freaked me out. I thought he was gonna. What, the, what was that guy's name? Oh, I don't. Oh, was it was it Craig T. Nelson? Yes, yes, yes. It was Craig T. Nelson. That uh, freaked me out. I was not that expecting was that scene. That was rough. Man. In a PG movie, it's like, oh my god, that was that was actually greatness. Uh, okay, in Carnival of Souls, I think we talked about it before when she's driving. Uh, down the road, and the and and all of a sudden the light comes on in the car, and she's looking, and then there's nothing there, and then all of a sudden she looks again, and the old man's creepy zombie face. It freaked me out when I watched it on late night TV, half asleep, which of course is the best time to watch <laughs> yeah, creepy right. movies like that because you know you're not really all there. Uh, the shower scene in Zyko, of course, is the top, you know, one of the top ones of all time. Christopher Lee in, in Horror of Dracula, when he comes out for the first time and his fangs are sticking out and his eyeballs are all red. And, you know, you I, I was always used to uh, the Bela Lugosi. That was the first time I saw, like, a violent, menacing oh. Dracula. Oh, 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 right, and right. And, you know, it, it really, like, made an impression on me. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do I got here? Oh, God. And one we watched, the Manster, when he, like, when he's like his shoulders hurting and he pulls oh, off yeah, and the little, eye, little eyeball eye oh got me the, got me good yeah now that was moved that moved around when they zoomed in on it the eye looked around didn't it <laughs> I don't know if it did or not if not my brain invented that like yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you know your brain you, invented it like because because it's you know it would do that you I, know? I'm thinking of that and I'm like I don't think that movie had the special effects budget for that no, you know like no, that, it, no it didn't. <laughs> In my brain, it did. And in the first, um, the first uh, Night Living Dead, they're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, with yeah. the guy in the graveyard. Yeah, that was a really good one. And uh, okay, the last one. Help me! Remember in the fly when he sees the little fly oh, guy, and he's yeah. like, he's <laughs> like, oh geez, he's the fly has got the the guy his head on it, and Vincent Price yeah. kills it. Always a favorite of mine. So nice. that's my top. Top 10 or 11 or whatever. So, as always, my top 10 contains about 11 or 12. And mine is a bit more scatterbrained. Um, And I just added one right when we were talking. I was like, oh, I got to put that on there. Okay. So, they're not in any kind of order except for there is one that is my number one, and I'll explain that whole thing. Okay. Number whatever. I'm not even going to number them. Uh, The credit sequence from Zombieland. I've never seen the movie. Zombieland is a very good, fun movie. It's it's part horror, very funny, very good. The cr- the opening credits are so awesome. <laughs> partly it partly interacts with the text. It it partly interacts when you're watching it. Like instead like instead of the fireman running, like the, it's very visceral and, and it's it's really great. That's probably on YouTube. So yeah, and it's it's set to Metallica. 
and they're like the fireman's running away from a zombie, but the fireman is on fire. Oh. You know, it's, it's like shit like that, and you're like, oh my god, it's crazy. Okay. It is very good. Um, from the jerk, Steve Martin, oh, yeah. the the leaving scene when he's like, all I need is, is just this remote, yeah. and he's walking down the street yeah. with a pant with his pants and a chair and a lamp and like a remote to a TV, <laughs> like that. The when he was leaving, that was great. Uh, the Godzilla. I was gonna say his first land attack, but that's not true because he first goes to that fishing village. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say when when Godzilla first goes to Tokyo, the first time he gets to oh, Tokyo. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a that was one of my favorite scenes. Um, I was trying to think of which my favorite scene from the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, there's so many. Of that's them. the problem. There's so many of so them. Many you know. Of them. Um, I I'm gonna say I guess the first scene when it. The long pan, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll just go with that, but I think the entire Good, the Bad, and the Ugly uh, movie is, is one great, is scene, one great scene, yeah. Um, I actually like, from Rocky 1, the end fight. Now, not when he screams Adrian, but yeah, the yeah. whole ebb and flow of the fight, and as he's getting his ass kicked, but he just keeps going and going, that that was one of my favorite scenes. Uh, from Death Race 2000, the original one. When Joe Viterbo comes sliding up to the end where uh, he was tricked to go down the wrong road, and he stops, and he and and he's yelling at his co-pilot who's this ditzy blonde, and he goes, "Hey, meatball, what's the fastest way out of here?" And he goes, "Well, the way I'd do it is I would plow this down." He's no, 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 the fastest way. And he's like, "Oh no, you had to go back to the road," and he and he starts screaming and cursing, and the guy and then the fisherman guy goes, "I know you. You're one of my favorite racers." I have all of your pictures, Mr. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, and because he, yeah. and he goes, Frankenstein, you got two seconds to live. <laughs> and he drives down through the river and runs over this guy and spins out oh, on him. Oh, that is a good one. His, I remember that. We watched that. Yeah, and, yeah, I'll tell you what. Stallone playing Joe Viterbo, he loses his mind. He is off the hook in every scene when he breaks that violin and he smashes that clams up. Just oh, yeah. Out of control. So great. All right. Uh, from Mars Attacks. Wow, really? I didn't even think you liked that movie. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, okay. From Mars Attacks, when they discover that Slim Whitman oh, yeah. blo- <laughs> blows the aliens' brains up. The one part of that, the one scene that is my favorite, though, is there's a grandma sitting there on a rocking chair listening to a, her record player, and these aliens like roll in this gigantic like laser cannon to blow up her, blow her up. That's when they discover Slim Whitman kills them, oh, and um, okay. <laughs> just the way he, the way the aliens like laughing and like he's like they're gonna blow her up, you know. Okay, from Jaws, of course the moonlit, yeah, the first skinny one. dipping scene when that girl gets pulled under and she comes up and the way she's breathing heavy and <laughs> that yeah. that is one of the most. That grabbed my attention and kept it there. You know that was yeah. terrifying to me as a you, kid. You know, you know, before that movie, nobody really gave a crap about going in the water, and nobody even worried about sharks or anything like that. It's oh, funny how it, that changed everybody's well, mind. Th- and they didn't even show anything, but it was a very beautiful woman. You know, yeah. like a, a carefree teen girl. And she was naked too. And I she think. was naked. You didn't again. You didn't see anything, but. When she but gets pu- pushed did. into the buoy and like her head, the way she was breathing and stuff, that freaked me out when I was a kid. 
Um, from the original very first Star Wars, I put down the trench scene when they are going to blow up the Death Star. I know that was cribbed from a different um, movie, like yeah. a, 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 a World War II movie. Probably, I don't even. Oh, know. I know it was a shot-for-shot shot cribbing. No but, kidding. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Look it up. But um, still, I loved it. I loved okay. the whole trench scene. Um, it was very suspenseful, very well done. Okay. Uh, a twofer on this list. Steve Martin, once again, in the Little Shop of Horrors when he was the dentist. Uh, yeah. The remake. The original was pretty great, too, with Nicholson oh, in it. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, okay. Yeah. I saw it, but I can't remember it. Oh, man. Nicholson was out of, out of control in that. Yeah, just for some reason, that Steve Martin scene as the dentist was just cracked me up. He's... I'm a very big Steve Martin fan. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of his stuff, when you watch it again, you're just like, it's, he's very funny. All right. Of course, House of the Blue Leaves from Kill Bill. That con- oh, yeah, sure. That yeah. contains sword play, the five, six, seven, eights, beautiful scenery, beautiful setting. Uh, it starts with a massive uh, sword fight, and it ends with one of the most beautiful serene scenes in the snow with Lucy Liu getting the top of her head chopped off. That was my Taken number. Taken from Sex and Fury, probably. <laughs> and that was my number one overall scene from Sex and Fury. Oh, the, Kill Bill. <laughs> the, the hot, no, the hot tub scene from Sex and Fury. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, number yeah. one okay. overall scene. There's a, a beautiful naked woman relaxing in the, in the hot springs in the hot tub. And um, the Yakuza come to get her. And she jumps out. Buck-ass naked, runs in the middle of a snowstorm, and begins hacking limbs off, left and right. So you have a steaming naked woman, a uh, naked Japanese woman, in in the, the setting is in Japan, and she goes to town killing people, and she doesn't stop until... No, she doesn't. And it is all good. The reason that's my number one is I actually want... Uh, my funeral to play that behind me as my okay, eulogy is given. Nice. I just want that on a loop, and okay. I want a, my eulogy given by a clown with like midgets running around. But okay. that—that's—I right. that's want that scene that represents my life. No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Makes perfect sense, Makes doesn't perfect it? Sense. <laughs> okay, now I we're gonna now we're gonna go to a quick uh, trailer, and then when we get back, we're going to be doing our movie. Which represents all that is America to Dr. Morbius from All That Is America, yes. And we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act. While violence cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains sex. Violence devours all it touches, its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Yet violence doesn't only destroy, it creates and molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation, this new breed, encased and contained within the supple skin of woman. The softness is there, the unmistakable smell of female. The surface, shiny and silken. The body yielding yet wanton. But a word of caution, handle with care and don't drop your guard. This rapacious new breed prowls both alone and in packs, operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? One might be your secretary, your doctor's receptionist, or a dancer in a go-go club.
Okay, and for those of you in the know, that is the opening scene from, or the opening soundtrack from... Faster Pussycat, Kill, Kill. Yes. Not Kill Bill, but Kill, Kill. The often referenced uh, movie. That that movie is one of those that um, kind of like, peop, a lot of people throw it in for instant street cred that they're culty and cool. You yeah, know? right, right. Yeah. Um, Hipsters. Yes, very hipsterish. It's a good movie. Um, it's not a good movie though. I don't know how to help. Help me explain this movie. This is a. <laughs> oh, I think it's a great movie. <laughs> so you're like, I think this is the greatest movie that's ever been like, made. Like I said to you before, this is America. Big boobs, fast cars, and violence. This is what it's all uh, about. Did I steal your? I stole your line. It doesn't matter. Sorry, I'll do I didn't it mean again. to. I didn't mean to step, I, I, <laughs> step all over you. That was sad. I, I'm sorry, everyone. That's uh, okay. The, uh, oh, this is a great movie. This movie is. Me, is is like violent and 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 meaningless and nonsensical like. nonsensical but it's 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 entertaining and that's all it's important yes. so last night i i had watched this before but i can't i couldn't remember it you were probably you know? under the influence of alcohol yes i was deeply and um so i watched it again last night stone cold sober and i'm like this makes no sense but i can't look away like and <laughs> like i think a car accident? i think there's a couple reasons for that yeah, the, yeah. The, the triple D's hanging... Six reasons, basically. <laughs> These, the women that started this, I looked them up, um, they were all go-go dancers, for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were just from a strip club. I'm sure Russ Meyer says, hey, I have a bag of Coke, you want to go do a movie? And they were like, whatever. Well, I, you I know. think back then it was just Coca-Cola, though. You know, it was a Ah, yes, yes, I have a six-pack of Coca-Cola. soda. Because God knows there was no drugs in the 60s. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Well, you know what's interesting though. The uh, did you read about the main lead actress, Tora Satana, the Asian woman? Did you know? Did you know about her? You'll no. you'll find this real interesting. Yeah. She actually, well, according to her, but I'm assuming that it's true or not. She was actually engaged to Elvis Presley, like early on. Oh, I on. did read that. Yeah, early on, and that. according to her, she said, "No, look, it's if you get married, you're gonna it's gonna ruin your career, so whatever." So apparently, she. Uh, she was uh, she was Elvis's old lady, you know, while, way yeah. way early in his career. That's cool. And she also went on and did such great movies as the Astro Zombies. Uh, nice. I don't know. She's scary. Yeah. And she's dead. Too. And these, she just died. These the women are. It's I, a comic I, book. It's 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 very odd. Like they're misshapen. Like, <laughs> like, well, they were like, told to walk like that. According well, to one of them, she said, "Shake your Russ Meyer, the director, yeah. the genius of Russ Meyer, <laughs> genius. the genius that is Russ the Meyer, smartest man in the history of, fi- of film." You know, he well, told he, them he is the guy that created the nudie cutie movie. He actually yeah. created one called The Immoral Mr. T's, and he was able to shoot it in such a way that it got into legitimate theater. So he is the cre- not. I wouldn't say he's the creator of pornography. But he might be one of the guys who legitimized it early like in the early Cinemax, 60s. The Skinamax so, stuff, so genius. Yeah. And, and this movie has no no nudity. Many, lots of implied no. sex. Lots of implied... Like, you see the back of women no, um, bathing. But you don't see... You know, there's no... You could you can watch this in front of yeah, kids. Yeah, a lot of violence and a lot, a lot of, of anger and a lot of... Uh, it's kind of like some kind of like... Uh, all these weird little subplots with the characters or whatever. There's and a lot of... What was that guy? Uh, oh, there was a guy who used to write all the old, uh, the the southern, the twisted southern uh, uh, storylines or whatever. Where every time you went to Dimebag Daryl, yeah, one of the, yeah, Dimebag Daryl, yeah, <laughs> twisted southern guitar oh, riff, not Ernest Hemingway, <laughs> but somebody along those lines. Anyway, there's a lot of 
you know, weirdness, which of course is America. Thank you very much. Yeah, it is. It's true. So anyway, our story begins. Okay, they start out. They're racing through the desert in these tiny. They're yeah, right. The, the, Russ, their boobs are bigger than the cars. Yeah, Russ Meyer had a thing for big boobs and tiny little cars because they're all they're racing like the Austin Martins and the Austin Healys and the and the I think the first one is a Carmen Ghia, but I couldn't I can't tell yeah, you for I sure. Don't know. They're they're all those like those. There was an invasion, um, the GM midgets. There was an invasion oh, in the sixties yeah. of the small. European cars. I rode in one of those. This shit was fast, dude. Nah, not faster than mine. I have the I have the American I have the Japanese version of one of those, which is the Honda S two thousand. But Oof. yeah, it's fast. Now they weren't fast compared to muscle cars, but they felt fast because your ass is about a quarter inch yeah, off the ground. You, you were low on the ground and you were like kind of like sitting with your feet hanging. I yeah. remember going in one of those and it was a convertible too. That thing felt no, like yeah, uh, they're, a they, rocket. But they were so they were they were just racing around. And this is where, right off the bat, it turns weird. You can tell that they're not really friends. They're friends, but they're not. Because they're compatriots. They're racing, and the, the, the buxom blonde, who's the wildest of the wild, not the meanest spirited or the most evil, but the wild, she's the wild, crazy party girl. Well, she's the one that shakes her butt the most, yeah. I think. Yeah, you know? she, yeah, she, I think they call her Boom Boom in the movie yeah, or They're something. surprised with her shake. Yeah. So she she makes a quick right and just... Pulls up That's and right. jumps into a river for no re or a lake for no reason in the middle of the desert and you're like, what the hell's going on here? And she's the way she's floating, all you see is a face and boobs. Like yeah. she's floating in a certain way that you're just like, oh, well there you are. So then the other two get angry, throw a U-turn, come down, and the leader pulls up Varla, which was yeah. first Satan of the Asian. Varla, yeah. yeah. She so tells she, her, she tells her buddy the uh, the one with the fake Italian accent. Oh my god, <laughs> that was. Of the whole movie, that was, was her name. That was the only thing that gnawed on me. Yeah, she Haji. had about twenty lines, and they were all chewed out of the most horrible. Italian Why accent. you would do that, uh, Mario? <laughs> ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. She jumped up and got some coins, and then she went down the green pipe, yeah, and right, she came out right. in this movie, and she's like, "Hey, what a forget about it," you know. Basically. Oh, it was brutal. She was beautiful. Yeah. Um, I thought kind of she was the most beautiful of the three, believe it or not. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah, I did, I like but then when she talked, it it hurt my heart. Yes, it did. And killed my soul a little bit. But I didn't know you had one. I don't really. I'm just... You're just playing. This acting. is for radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, you know, the leader is is uh, one of those more of the like the 50s style pinups. Big yeah. ass, big boobs. Tiny waist. I don't know how how small her waist really was, no, uh, but she just they yeah, used a they, they used yeah. a winch to ratchet her yeah, belt down, yeah, yeah. so it made that forced she hourglass. Was scary looking. Her face looked kind of like some like some like psycho geisha or something like that. She reminded yeah. me of somebody that's been in a lot of bar fights where yeah. they break the bottle off on the bar to yeah. cut people up, and yeah. she was a recipient of one or two of them. Yeah, Tara Satana apparently was a karate expert, but. During that one fight scene, hiya, yeah. hiya, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, stop. Anyway. Yes, she's the she's the one in the movie that's slightly Asian looking, and and everything is like screaming. She can't talk in this movie. She has to scream every yeah, line. She screams, which of line. course makes it better than it should be. Yeah, <laughs> and she is the one with the lowest of the low cut V necks. Like, oh, yeah. basically, I think they must have taped her nipples. Yeah, they did. With for sure. to the to the very thinnest part 
of the of the V-neck because yeah. you see all boob except for like th- there. You know what I mean? Like I, it's almost defies logic how they stay in, but whatever. And that's a and that's a Russ Meyer movie. Yeah, defying logic. <laughs> it does defy logic. Why do you want to go to a movie to get logic? You want to go to a movie to defy logic? Well, this. Yay this for one this! Yes, this one does it. Does, it. Yes. So he, so the leader Jim tells tells a Mario, Mario and Luigi. She says, "Jump in the lake and get her." And they they do some kind of a mock cat fight in the water. Oh, yeah, and they come out, and you're like, fight. "Oh my!" And then she says, well, "Let's settle this." If you're really see who's really chicken. So then they play chicken in the middle of the desert, and you're like, "Where is this going?" Like, it, there's no, it's just this mush of, huh? You know, this is another movie that has more huns per minute than oh, than yeah. most. Oh uh, yeah. So then they settle that, and she's the leader, of course. And then, and then, dude comes along with yeah. his like, you know, uh, Mister and Mrs. All American, yeah, All American and Gidget show up. Yeah, like he's like, hey, let's test, tra- let's time do some time trials with my little MG midget. I'm the, and then the girl pops out, and she's Gidget, basically. You know, yeah, basically. And actually, it's funny. She's Gidget, but her name is Susan Bernard, and she was actually. Oh, a Playboy playmate. She was the, actually the first Jewish Playboy playmate, and her father was uh, Bernard of Hollywood, who was a famous glamour photographer in oh. the fifties and sixties. So she had, she was, she was, you she was somebody. She was you know? beautiful. She was cute, and but yeah. she acts like you know Ellie May or something. <laughs> She's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. After they after they got some of that bubble and crude, that was uh, yeah, you know, right. yeah, Texas Texas tea. tea, yeah, yeah. After they got that, she found herself a boyfriend, and he he played the most squarish American hero. Yeah, he was like Frankie like, Avalon, yeah. and she's got a bikini on right out of the car, you know. Yeah, like, okay, she does. Good, good for you. And um, and they proceed to kill this guy first. They first they race him, and well, then, yeah, they and race him, and then he beats him, and then she and gets she, pissed off. Varla gets pissed off and rives him off. Yeah. And then like he's like, okay, well I want to do some, you know, I want to do some time trials or whatever. And she grabs the girl and I. Yeah, it, this is the equivalent of watching like seventh graders bully each other. Yeah. That's what this whole thing is. The, the way these girls they start pushing the gadget around and then they take the watch and then finally it erupts into a into a fight where the leader lady Var Varga, Varla Varla kills the the boy the the guy. And, and he gets a few hits in, but they're basically rolling around, and she does some kind of a... She does, yeah, and she yeah, hits him in the side. Hits him in the yeah. hip, you know, they have that mm-hmm. hip. And then she does that thing where he pulls his shoulder yeah. blades and cracks his neck. Yeah, or it breaks whatever. his neck. So she kills him, and then they put him in a car and pretend it's an accident. They don't show you that part, with, but yeah, though, yeah, they're not going to ruin an MG on the set of this no, movie. No, 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 no. It probably didn't even belong to them. <laughs> so anyway, we got to roll, keep, keep rolling here. So they they knock this girl out and keep her with for some reason, which is baffling. You don't even know I, why. I think, uh, yeah, I think they were trying to like uh, use her in case. It's, they were going to say it was a car accident, but they wanted her because I guess they didn't want her running uh, running to the cops and getting them or whatever. You Which know. I think in real life they would have just killed her, but whatever. Exactly, but but this is a movie. Right, so then they go through town and they meet some some gas attendant. He's like, he tells the whole backstory when they see this this big dumb hayseed carrying some guy. Yeah, they actually called him the vegetable in the, yeah. at the end of the <laughs> Dude, movie. This is brutal. But yeah, and then, you know... So and then he's like, because oh, the, the party girl, the blondie, is like, ah, who's that hunk? I want to, you know, I want to take yeah. him and and have sex with him. And you're like, wow, really? And um, and he's like, well, that's this guy, and he he got all this money. His dad got all this money from a train accident, and and they're weird, and they keep all their money buried in the desert. Like he's basically giving you the whole entire backstory in like about a ten second blurb. Yeah. 
Right. The and then station. off you go. And then the evil Var- Varla goes, let's follow him, but not too close. And we're yeah, because they want the money. They want the money. So wackiness ensues. They get to this... They get to this place, and it's it's very apparent they're not the apex predators in this setup. Right, right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you got this gigantic guy, and he's yeah. he, this guy is like big, and he plays a dummy. Big and dumb. He, yeah, he's he's this big dumb hayseed, and he's huge, like weightlifting huge. Yeah, weightlifter dude. Yeah. And the the dad who's in the wheelchair rolls around with a shotgun and drinks whiskey, and then yeah. there's this other clean cut um, son. Who is basically the counterpart to Gidget? Basically, yeah, yeah. And so now you have a lot of bad, scary people trying to outwit bad, scary people. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <clears throat> Gidget escapes about twenty times, yeah, and she's and she cries a lot. Oh yeah, her, her <laughs> crying is brutal. Dude. And 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 the girls take showers at the uh, look like Petticoat Junction. It looked like the uh, the the tower of Petticoat Junction, but you don't see anything. You see the back of theirs and a little bit of side boob. Which, and they let you know, your, they let your imagination run wild. With and of it. course, this is a black and white movie too. This is before color, so you get like you know the black and white greatness that is side boob and black yeah. and white. And then, the, you know, they try to they then they like. I don't know. Yeah, it becomes like a big psychodrama. The girl escapes. They bring her back. And he, she She's trying to get the, the good brother the to get her away. The wheelchair guy tried to rape her or something? He tried to rape her, and then she split. And then they they went and got her. And then, like, you know, the girl, the, the, the you know, a, a boom boom starts to fall in love with a muscle man. But he's like, I don't know if he's impotent or what. You know, he it's doesn't deliver or whatever. She takes know? him out to the desert and starts getting having her way with him. And, and then the train starts coming, and he gets up like a like a crazy special ed person yeah, punching right. himself in the head like like kind of like ah the sound and the noise and 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 it he said he keeps saying dad gets really mad when that happens but it's very apparent yeah i don't think the guy i don't think the old man in the wheelchair gets crazy it's him that gets crazy like yeah you, you and then yeah like then that that scene's over like there's a lot of implied sex but no sh- they don't show any sex yeah you know? no not at all uh, no, they, they, sh- they had like a kissing scene or whatever yeah, between and, varla and uh the uh and the, the and good the, the good son or whatever but that was uh, after the meal so the whole thing is like look the, the guy's like just get out of here but and they're like well we're so hungry and we have to take this girl they make up some bullshit story about why they have to take this girl back and it, and they also why he she's acting that way she says he's She's suicidal because her fiance died. Yeah, and then so, they say, but the guy goes, "Why'd you tie her up and you know drug yeah. her or whatever?" Yeah. And I was like, you know, well, um, logically that would make sense, but she came up with some BS answer yeah. or whatever. She's like, she was like struggling too much, so they had to calm her down. She was like the Grinch. Yeah, exactly. She thought, she thought up a lie and she thought it yeah, up. No quick. kidnapping whatsoever, you know. Yeah, and uh, so a lot of a lot of wackiness ensues. A lot yeah. of anger, a lot of fighting, a lot of yeah. uh, they, they even imply something that like. Maybe like in under the gr- in the grounds there around the house, there's some women that are dead that were buried there or something yeah. like that. They had like grandpa there was kind of a real freaky. Kind I think of dude. he was probably a rapist, and that that hay that that big dude, was the, the hayseed, was it? What the, or uh, he was he killed some too. He killed some too. Yeah. Um. So there's there's not very many nice people in this movie, you know. Just no. That Gidget and the and the the, the younger son. Yeah. Are yeah. like the only two good. People, Ca- so, as good as you can get, as good yeah. as you're gonna get here, yeah. yeah, as good as you can get. So, and then you know, you, it's it's Russ Meyer, so right. everything is like you know over, over the top. Everything is like more violent than it should be. But yeah. it's a movie. It's a, it's 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 a it's it's a good movie. It's it's, it's an excellent movie. If you want to say something, here's an exploitation movie. 
Here yeah. you go. This yeah. is an exploitation is, movie. It exploits everything that... This isn't a Corman... There's a distinction between a Corman uh, exploitation movie and this one, though. Yeah. This one... It is... It's... I don't even know how to describe. It. I don't know what the difference is. I, like, I can tell you. I, I have my theory about yeah, it. Yeah, please do. Cause this this one is. Like that, you know? This one is more like. Here's what it's all about. Like I said before, booze, boobs, fast cars, and 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 fighting. Corman tries to inject a little social commentary in mm. it somehow or another. Yeah, this is devoid of anything. They you know, e- even even though you could take to you could even though in this movie you could you could you could imply that. What he's doing is showing in women empowering women because the women are almost tougher than the men are, they are. in this movie. Yeah. You know, in a sense, you could say that Corman kind of does that too in the women in prison movies a lot. But there's there's a li- there's a lot there's some social there's some uh, psychological or sociological things in Corman movies that they kind of like throw in there that Russ Meyer just throws out and he says, hey, you know, we're just we're just we're not doing to drink that some beer, check out <laughs> some boobs. This is fast paced. This is shot beautifully because Meyer was like a he was one of the first photographers for Playboy magazine. That's right. So he's he I do be- remember beautifully reading that. shot edited really fast paced. Not as fast paced as Valley of the Do- Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Another one we should watch because that's even more bizarre than this or really? whatever. Yeah, oh yeah. That one's even more out there. Yeah and that one does show the boobs in it. And that that one doesn't stop because you know, yeah. it's 1970, but this is what you, this is. If you want, okay, what's an exploitation movie? Here you go. This yeah, that's true. And and some there was a lot you could take away from it. It even though a lot of it was confusing, it was like you're saying it was shot well. Beautiful. You know, um, beautifully shot. The editing was neat when they would. Um, they had a lot of those quick cuts where a car bumper. Yes. It finishes the scene. Like, yeah. it's coming racing towards you, and it goes, screech, stop, bumper, next scene. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that That was part of, that was neat. You know, they did a couple of those walking into the camera things, which I'm not a big fan of, but eh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That well, was I like the, the one where she's walking towards the camera, and then her crotch comes right out. Yeah. I'm a yeah. fan of that one. Uh, one of my, one of the most interesting scenes is towards the end, there's like, there's like a lot of, uh, Mexican standoff stuff, and yeah, yeah. towards the end it starts rattling apart as they often do. And there's not many people left. Well, the Varla, the head bad girl, has the hayseed trapped up against the. She that ran over the guy. Scene. That was a good scene. And yeah. he, she has him trapped up against the wall, and he holds this car. She's trying to run. She's trying to kill him with the car, pushing him into a c- concrete block, and he's basically bench pressing, pushing back, mm-hmm. and it works because. It's a small car. He's a big, guy, big, big guy, and they're on like that desert dust, yeah, desert yeah. dirt. Mm-hmm. So as he's holding this car back and pushing it back, um, she, it's slowly digging in, and it just craps out. So he actually, although she does get him a little bit, he actually does hold this car back yeah. as it's trying that to run her over, scene, yeah. and it's very well done and it's very believable. Now most people would say well, you can't hold a car back. I, yes, he could. This, I think, in this instance, especially he could. when the back wheels were in the yeah, in the no sand, traction, no traction, and yeah, and yeah. he was big enough guy that he could have. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't find it totally disbelievable. Not at all, unbelievable. I, you know, because she would win sometimes, and then he would push back. How, how bench pressing is, you know, you're pushing up, and it's um, it's very cool. So there's a lot to watch there's a lot, it keeps it going it's not boring at all there's no parts that you go on um, it's 83 minutes and it goes fast because there's it does. Not, it's non-stop if, if it gets boring for a second you're still looking at boobs yeah you're still looking at boobs exactly that, like, that's the whole thing like even when you're like why am I even watching this you just 
You're watching halfing it. naked woman because and you don't look away. You yeah. know, I mean the 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 exposition parts, the parts where they're trying to tell you their backstory, is done so quickly <laughs> yeah. that it's not it's not even painful. You, you know, they don't even go into like a twenty minute flashback or anything. You miss like it. That. It's just like that's it. Yeah, yeah. you have the time when like the Get one part they're this they're in the meal, and the hayseed is just eating, and he doesn't even acknowledge what people are saying about him. Yeah, right. The dad's drinking whiskey and. And he's talking about it. he killed people, he killed a rabbit, and he's a murderer and all that stuff. And the dude doesn't stop chewing on chicken. <laughs> and at one point, they're like just saying something. He asks a direct, they ask him a direct question. He goes, he just, just I, I need more chicken. He just takes more chicken. Yeah, right. It's, just, yeah. it's really interesting. And they also you know? had something about something they they were talking about during that dinner scene that. I guess his birth killed his mother, I guess, or something, because he was so big. <laughs> he was so big. What the hell? And no, the, yeah, no. this is a tall drink of water. This dude is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just like a Ferrigno guy. Yeah, yeah, he was very... Yeah, he, yeah so... All right, so well, we're not going to do any of the spoiler stuff. Just go watch it, please do. Um, oh, yeah, that's a classic. Like you said, if you want to watch an exploitation movie... This is a very And you want a starter, here you go. And you get instant street cred with being cool. And you get cool. Because um, everyone that quotes this movie is inter- instantly cool, hip, yeah. hip. Gives you the hip street cred. Yes, exactly. So what are you going to give it? Oh, I didn't oh, think about this. Oh, this movie gets a nine for me. Just because yeah. it's like... Just because it's, it's an exploitation. But it's a, a yeah. prime, prime example. Good of call. It. I was going to nail a nine on that one, too. There you go. You know, it's... It's not the best movie in the world, but who cares? Who cares? It's what non- is? It's a solid nine. What is the best movie in the world? Sex Viewers, and tell us. Okay. <laughs> Viewers, tell us what the best movie in the world yeah, exactly. is. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, that's cool. Viewers. <laughs> I did it again. Yeah, Listeners. Yeah. Listeners. Uh, you're all viewers anyway. Yeah, I don't care. View your earlobes and tell yeah, us what you're... view through your ears and speak through your eyeballs. So, yes, please. Uh, you can actually... F- I forgot to mention we are actually on Twitter, too, but I don't really go on that very much because I don't... That's kind of I don't know I don't really do it very much. Um, so check us out on our many places on our many um, avenues. Write us and tell us what your favorites are. Tell us some of your what we should be doing next. And um, I guess that's it. Go out and watch Russ Myers. Uh, Master Pussycat, Pussycat or Super Vixens kill, kill. or Beyond the Valley of the Dolls or yeah. Vixen or is this which one is your which one is his best? Do you think? I think this is his best, but this like I said, this one isn't you know. Yeah, it's not dirty. Let's put it that way. If you yeah. get when after this one, they start getting you know a lot more. You see skin, a <laughs> yeah. lot more skin. Did you see? Did Times you, change. I read his article. I read the thing about him and it said that Melissa Mounds, that porn actress, oh, that's like later on, knocked yeah. him out or something like that, or With beat him boob? up. No, I beat her up or something. Like that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, okay, Melissa Mounds. <laughs> Melissa yeah, I'm sure Mounds. she's proud. <laughs> I read that and I wanted to, I wanted to click on her link, but I wouldn't because I was at work and I didn't want to like. No, you don't want to get do fired. That. You don't you're like for Melissa Mounds. Yeah, you're like yeah, right. You know, maybe for something else, but not that. All right, as always, we're Slow Robot a Go Go. Check us out uh, on our uh, wherever you f- can find us. Um, I'm Mao. As always, Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next week with some more Z-grade wackiness. Yep.